Welcome to the Little Things That Made Big History podcast. This is Gabrielle, and I'm joined by Miles. Hello, how are you? Good, and today I will also be joined by Sonia. Hi. You're listening to the Little Things That Made Big History podcast. So, do you think it's right to name a species after someone you like? Um, yeah, I think you could definitely do that. But if you were naming it after someone famous, that is probably copyright. I mean, it's not right. And it, and if the famous person doesn't even know that there's a species out there that is that is just named after them, that's just wrong. Well, you could. It's unique and weird but at the same time but it has to be like catchy and people has to remember it plus it has to be like so let's just say like if you're going to have like a new song right in your album and you're going to call it the butterfly song or you're going to call it the cat song those names are a bit too basic for a name in a song the song has to be interesting for the listener to hear it again and again and to like it so one it's okay to name a species after you like two it has to be catchy for people to remember it three the name can't be too basic for a song because it will sound boring for the listener so if you're gonna name a song the butterfly song there has to be a descriptive word or change the word up it can't be it can't be insane you know like you know what I mean? Because, like, it won't make sense. Like, Lizzo the Lizard. Lizzo the Lizard is very independent and she is very happy at the same time. And she has a good singing voice. We all know humans as lizards doesn't have ability to have vocal cords to sing. So what I've come up with a name instead of the butterfly song is called Soft Wings. And I know that makes sense because butterflies have wings and they're gentle and soft. Well, I've got a weird story for you. You know, Taylor Swift has more than 200 songs to her name and now there's also a millipede. Derek Hennon, PhD, discovered a millipede species and named it in Swift's honor. According to a paper published Friday in the journal Zookeys, this special species is called Nanorana swiftae, or the swift-twisted claw millipede. Researchers determined the arthropod named after for swift was a unique species because of the millipede's genetics and special legs. Hennon explained, the swift-twisted claw millipede is a thank you from Hennon, 32, to swift. Her music has gotten him through some rough times, he said. An avid Swifty, Hannon keeps a couple of her CDs in his car that he cycles through. His favorite songs are New Romantics and Betty. He found the Swift Twisted Call Millipede at Fall Creeks State Park in Tennessee, a state that also marks the beginnings of Swift's career. Hannon also named one of the new species after his wife, Marianne, Nanorana Marane. So, do you think the Lizzo the Lizard and Swift Millipede would make a good duo? Alright, so, that's all. We've got more 
coming up including a little girl with a backyard unicorn license and a cat released in an airport. You're listening to the Little Things That Made Big History podcast. Would you prefer to write letters or emails? Well, to be honest, I'd say an email because like, say like if you're like writing a letter to Santa, right? And you want a response by January, but for the child, they want the letter as soon as possible, like in a click, to get a response from Santa. If they're naughty or nice, or if they're going to get presents or not. But children that are very distracted or very busy as a child, they'll write the letter in December. But if you're a smart child and you know what the right time is to write the letter and they get plenty of time in their life, they'll get the letter as soon as possible and probably get the letter in December. But if you're a kid, a kid that's lazy-like, and you write the letter in December, you probably get the letter in January, which is next year, and you'll probably be like to yourself, when is the letter even going to appear? It's like taking forever. I want the letter. And that's why, children, you write the letter earlier. And also, that's the reason why emails are much easier to communicate to people. Plus, it's a faster way to send stuff. It's fast when you send a text message. And sometimes you even have to write a lot in an email because sometimes it's like you're asking a question or giving a link to people. Well, I would definitely prefer emails because if you spell something wrong, it corrects itself and it's faster overall because if you write a letter, you don't know how long it'll take to ship and like all that. All right. Uh, well, after all of those stories, there is a six-year-old on a quest to keep a unicorn in her backyard. Figured she'd get the hard part out of the way first, getting permission. Madeline wrote a letter to the Los Angeles Country Department of Animal Care and Control with a straightforward request. Dear LA Country, it reads, I would like your approval if I can have a unicorn in my backyard, if I, if I can find one. Please send me a letter in response. Director Masia Maeda ob- obliged a few weeks later, writing back with good news. The department does in fact license unicorns, she said. Under certain conditions, those who in- include... Polishing the unicorn's horn at least once a month with a soft cloth, feeding it watermelon, one of its favourite treats, at least once a week, covering it in biodegradable sparkles and giving it regular access to sunlight, moonbeams and rainbows. Confident that Madeline will meet the five requirements, Maeda also sent her a pre-approval unicorn licence. For her elusive future pet in the form of a certificate on pink paper with circuscript, as well as as well as a heart-shaped tag engraved with the words "Permit Unicorn License," and because unicorns are indeed very rare to find the department is also giving madeline a plush unicorn wearing the tag of course to keep the company during the search as a token of its appreciation 
It is always rewarding to hear from young people who th- people who thoughtfully consider the requirements of pro- providing a loving home to animals. Maida wrote, "I I commend your sense of responsible pet ownership to seek permission." Here's the question: Would you rather ask Santa for a unicorn? and get it later or order it online and get it straight away. We've got lots more coming up, including the cat that wants to travel the world. You're listening to Little Things That Make Big History. For cats or dogs? Well, I would pref- I would way much more prefer dogs because they are loyal and they are playful, happy and entertaining animals. And I have no relationship with cats. In fact, I am more allergic to cats than a nuclear bomb. Funny story, my friend Connor came over to my house for a sleepover and and told and could not survive in my house for a day. He was really allergic to my sister's bunnies. Plus, my cat likes to lick my hair in my sleep, and trust me, cat's tongue is rough. In fact, lions can rip flesh off of bones with their tongue, so don't even have a lion as a pet. So... That would hurt, but sorry for all the dog lovers out there. I prefer cats, especially because I have five. And they're so cute, but they're so annoying at night. It's like they get a big energy boost at night and only use it when you're about to go to bed. All my cat owners know out, out there know how it feels when you're trying to sleep and your cat jumps on you and suddenly wants to play after hating you for the whole day. I, and I know there are at least three cat owners who know what I mean right now. A cat named Rowdy has finally been caught after spending three weeks on the run inside a U.S. airport. The four-year-old pet has been dodging off airport staff. Airline employees have animal experts at Boston Airport since escaping from his page in pursuit of some birds were Wherever out to fatigue or at Boston Airport, since escaping from his page in pursuit of some birds or hunger, we'll never know. But this morning, she finally let herself be caught. An airport spokeswoman said, The black-green-eyed cat has was given a health check and is now sent to return her family. I'm kind of in disbelief, said to her owner, Patty Sitt. Hassel. I thought that what are the odds where we're actually going going to get her back? When when her flight landed, the feline ran from her ca- cage to try and catch some birds. A chase ensued and, and get her getaway s- sparking a massive search by staff. Staff constructing construct workers and animal welfare advocates on a mission to track down the pit. The group set up wild, wildlife cameras to try and catch her. In a Facebook post, 
Miss Sahil has said that they also sent the airport rowdies favourite treats to place in the cages and even even recorded voice notes for them to play. Despite numerous sightings, Rhodey continued to elude her pursuers, but claim has now been restored. Would you rather... Would you rather a cat licking your hair for two hours or a random cat sitting on your lap in in, in an aeroplane? That's, that's all we have today for today. My name is Sonia with Miles, Gabriel, Miles and Gabriel. Thanks so much for joining us here for the little things that made big history podcast if you if you would like to hear more episodes from nazareth you can check them all out at our school's own podcast school page at archradio.com this podcast was produced by sonia mars and gabriel for you nazareth catholic college at 336 partnership with with Arch Radio D podcasting. Thanks for listening. Make sure you you're subscribed to this channel and hear heaps of other schools' life stories. Bye.